0: Hello, this is William Funkhauser, President and Founder of True Devotion Ministries, and welcome to our Verse of the Day audio version. Okay, our Verse of the Day for August 29, 2022 is 2 Thessalonians 1, 8, dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. In this section of of Paul's second letter to the Church of Thessalonica, he speaks of two groups of people who will receive the judgment of God. But before this, let us look at the type of judgment to be meted out upon Christ's second coming. Quote, This is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment, so that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which indeed you are suffering. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you, and to give relief to you who are afflicted, and to us as well, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire. Second Thessalonians 1, 5-7 the judgment of God will be a righteous judgment. Charles Spurgeon declares that, quote, the clear proof of the judgment to come is to be found in the present suffering of the saints through persecution and tribulation. For if they, for the very reason that they love God, have to suffer here, there must be a future state and time for rectifying all this that is now so wrong, This was definitely true for Paul's time when the Romans and Jews persecuted the true believers, but it will be just as true for our time as Christians will suffer due to anti-Christian leaderships around the world. What Paul is laying out is that if we will remain faithful during these persecutions, then those who are the source of these persecutions will pay an enormous penalty for their actions. However, when we get to our focus verse, we see the two groups that will experience the retribution of God. Those who do not know God along with those who who do not obey the gospel. Okay, the first group mentioned are those who do not know God. These are those who choose not to accept the fact there is a God and thus do not know Him. They do not believe that the true God exists and thus will not take the time to know Him. These people either do not believe there is any God's out, of there, out there at all, or they believe in another so-called God whom they worship and serve. This may be idols, or it may be themselves. They do not acknowledge the true God, but worship another which fits their desires, or they reject the idea of any God. Then there is the second group, quote, and to those who who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus, 2 Thessalonians 1, 8b. Now, this includes the first group, which are the unbelievers. However, because of the word and, this also includes those who believe in the true God but refuse to obey the gospel. In other words, they claim to be true Christians, but continue to live their lives as before they, their claim salvation experience. They say that they have accepted Christ, but there is no evidence in that they continue to live as before. One way this is exhibited is in antinomianism, which comes from two Greek words, anti- and nomianism, meaning against the law. Theologically, antinomianism is the belief that there are no moral laws God expects Christians to obey. Antinomianism takes a biblical teaching to an unbiblical conclusion. The biblical teaching is that Christians are not required to observe the Old Testament. The unbiblical conclusion is that there is no moral law God expects Christians to follow. In other words, they can continue to sin, for all their sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. Paul addressed this in the 6th chapter of Romans, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin... That grace may increase, may it never be. How shall we who died to sin live in it? Romans 6, 1 through 2. And this idea is contrary to everything the Bible teaches. God expects Christians to live a life of morality, integrity, and love. Christ set us free from the burdensome Old testament law but that is not a license to sin rather we have a covenant of grace with god we are to do all we can to overcome sin and live righteously depending on the holy spirit to help us the fact that we are graciously freed from the demands of the old testament law should result in us living our lives in obedience to the law of christ if we do not do this then we are like the first group not really knowing god john lays this out perfectly quote my little children i am writing these things to you that you may not sin and if anyone sins We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for those of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know him, if we keep his commandments. The one who says, I have come to know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his words, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. By this we know that we are in him. The one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. 1 John 2, 1-6 through six. I hope you enjoyed our verse of the day and were blessed by God's word. Visit us online at www.truedevotionmen.org to learn about what we are doing and to find additional resources to help you grow in the knowledge of the scriptures and become stronger in your Christian walk.